Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I don't know why you've turned off the fans. <laughs> you can't kick off our episode like that. It's 100 degrees. Y- you, I'm in trousers. I don't know why. I don't complain Do you like you. you not touch the floor? Well, they don't. They, they never... That's like properly when you're small and little and you, your feet don't touch the floor when you're sat on the sofa. Hey, can I be honest with you? Yeah. Ever since I've been engaged to you, my feet have never touched the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> Good line, honey. No, it looks weird. You need to sit forward. It's freaking out. You look like a what? small person. What like smaller mean? than normal. No, I'm just going to sit like this. I'm no. Why are my to... feet touching the floor then? I have short legs. I have a long body and short legs. Do you? I think you're quite in proportion. No, I have a short, small person. I have short legs and a long body. You have quite long legs and a squat body. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah it is. You're, you're built for hurdles and I'm built for... Hurdles? Yeah. Don't you have to have like really big quads for that hurdle no hurdles is jumping over the, th- the, oh, the things yeah. yeah i was good at those <laughs> well, there, there we go we just worked what it were out. you bit good at everything javelin very good at javelin strange for someone with such a squat little body no i i'm i'm a powerhouse i have like a strong body yeah, you're strong girthy no not girthy i'm just strong i have a strong st- yeah i have a strong strongest bo- butt known to mankind yeah you love your big butt don't you you like the big butt no yes you do <laughs> yeah. i don't know whether that's a thing whether girls love a man with a big butt i'm not sure i think it's like kind of the other way you around. grabbed the butt before oh go away <laughs> Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. Hello, I'm Sophie Habi. And we met four years ago, and now we are... Getting married. Yeah, that's right, we are. Well, nearly. Well, nearly. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 16. Of? Nillywads. There we go, honey. Still, people are calling it newlyweds to me. I'm like, nah, ah, ah. Why? It's not newlyweds, it's nillyweds. Yeah, we get that. Before we kick the podcast off. What are your thoughts on polyamory? What's that? When you stuff a dead person? (laughs) (laughs) Polyamory? What is that? What do you think polyamory is? I don't know. It's not monogamous. So is it (laughs) the opposite? So when you have sex with loads of people? What is it? What what do you think? Well, what is it called when you stuff a dead person? (laughs) (laughs) You can stuff dead people, right? Yeah, you can. Where what is you, it called? Sophie, where would you... You know, like, when you stuff a, a horse or something and you put it on your wall? <laughs> what is that called? No one stuffs Sorry, a like a... Horse. What are they called? Like a hawk or something? <laughs> what? I've lost my mind. Who would stuff a horse? A deer, a stag. Yeah, it's not a horse. Oh, yeah, I know, but it's What is that called? That is called... Taxidermy. That's what I... I thought polyamory might be when you stuff human. <laughs> And they die. Polyamory is the opposite of monogamy, where you. Oh, there we go. I was. Sec- you were, you were, that was your I second knew. One. I knew. It was in the far front of my brain, but I just thought no. It's so, far front of my 
So you, so what are your thoughts on it? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? Why do you ask me this? You came back from dinner with your friend the other night and asked me the same question. Yeah. I'm not having an open relationship. Like, what is this? I don't want an open relationship either, but he questioned whether we should have one. Obviously not. Yeah, I agree with you. I was just making sure. Because when we... You would want me to sleep with other men. No, I don't want you to sleep with other men. But you would like to sleep with other women and want me to be okay with it. <laughs> well, I don't want any of that. Would you actually enjoy that? I think Surely that would be so off-putting, like it would just be, I don't get that. My friend lives in Brazil, as you know. He told me that polyamory is a big thing over there. People who are in relationships have open relationships and sleep with other people. Yeah, I think and we you know all know way. what an open relationship so is. So maybe we should go to a swingers party and just see what happens. No. Uh, I literally would rather die. Sorry, not for me. Would you? You wouldn't want that. I would rather die. Imagine if you went to a party and they all put their keys in. Is that yeah, what they, do? they put their keys in. What if you were like the most ranked person there ever? I'd be like, sorry, no, let's do it again. Well, everyone's looking at you, thinking I don't want the one with yellow teeth. <laughs> I do have yellow teeth at the moment. I'm not sure what's going on. Who's the one with the yellow teeth? Everyone's thinking, right? You got it. Man, we can't even touch the floor. He's so short. Who's the short bloke with the girl with the yellow teeth? <laughs> Hopefully we don't Fuck get No, stop. We have a big episode today. Huge episode. Huge. Because we have, as you can see by the title, The White Horse. I'm so excited. Hillary and Michael, they're on the podcast, so we're going to have a big conversation with them today. So perhaps our conversation about weddings and things like that, we're going to save. Let's for... not bring up monogamy to them and no, well, planogamy or whatever. We're going to talk about a lot of things. However, speaking about monogamy did make me think that we should go straight to listeners' messages. Okay. Because we have one about polyamory. <gasps> about it Soph give me the juice okay listeners messages here we go play the jingle din, 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 din. we have one from Sydney who says one of my male friends met a girl at a bar they were getting along so they decided to go back to their hotel start having a drink and ended up having sex when her boyfriend was in the wardrobe watching the what why was he in the wardrobe as that was their fetish my friend what? my friend quickly left after the man patted him on the back and assured him it was okay to keep going. That <laughs> is so rank. I feel violated even just listening to that story. Creeping through the wardrobe. Surely that guy could like sue. That's surely not allowed. Oh, that's, that's voyeurism. Yeah, some people like voyeurism. You kind of do a little bit. Would you, I don't like voyeurism. Oh, uh, no. Okay, so I've got one from Elle Richards, mm -hmm. who is replying to us when we did our reverse Mr. Missive on what would be our superpower. Yes. She wrote in and said, Hi, Sophie and Jamie. Just listened to the latest app and had to tell you about what my superpower would be. Me and my boyfriend have debated this many times, but I 100% stand by it. It's the best power to have and won't hear anything otherwise. The power that she would have would be the power to refill things hear me out can't afford the bag you want refill your bank account and buy it still hungry after dinner refill your plate baby want another drink that the queue for the bar is too long refill the glass nothing to wear refill your wardrobe and the best one someone annoying you refill their bladder and off they go honestly it's just the best anyway good luck with everything keep going and make everyone smile oh my god I that love is that. so good i would love you that have one. A refill one i think a refill one is really good i love that i, I would refill my bag 
like every five seconds <laughs> round and round i'd go <laughs> sophie has an obsession you you spend so much money no i don't yes you do oh god and and what she didn't realize sophie and i have a sophie and i have a house account now so we, we're getting married obviously do i not hear the end of it he's like have you done this and that Sophie, we have a joint account. Yeah. It's meant to be for all house things, bills, shopping, whatever we do as a family. But it's not, is it? Yeah. It is. I click on it. As a family, it's a, only the two of us. As a family, okay, we have a house account. I'm going to go on to the house account right now. I'm gonna... <laughs> it was set as default on my Apple Pay, guys. I've now removed it. I can't go... help it. That Apple Pay is nifty. Like, you put it near the, the sensor and boom, the first card comes up. And I'm going go to the, I'm go to the house account. Well, obviously, don't read out what I've been spending. Taxi. <laughs> Notting Hill Fish Shop, um, ah, Good great. Life Eatery, Facial. There's a face <laughs> gym in here. I didn't mean to. Remember, I lost my card for a while, so I had to do that. I'm so sorry, but I've taken it off my Apple Pay now, so no more of that business. All right. I have another listen message from the person who would like to remain anonymous. Sophie, I have a pooing problem too. Dude, this is just not okay. You have not created this narrative that I have a pooing problem. For the record, guys, I do not have a pooing problem. Okay, well, yellow teeth and pooing problem is not oh, a vibe. Oh, God, I do not. You should this have is... that on your Tinder profile. I have yellow teeth and a I pooing problem. I might get a Tinder profile after this episode. <laughs> Honestly, this is ridiculous. I do not have a pooing problem. I have a pooing problem too. And have, a, and have had a poo sample incident, many embarrassing moments as well. You have a poo friend in me. I thought I'd share my embarrassing story of when I was an MC for my friends. <laughs> I was a bit nervous and had a few too many champagnes to calm the nerves. I was giving the guests instructions at the ceremony and flashed them all from the wind blowing up my short dress. Oh my god. I barely remember introducing the speeches <gasps> and was laughing at my own jokes. <gasps> they hired a photo booth, highly recommended. It would print two copies so the guests could take photos with them and you could stick the other copy in a book and write a lovely message to the couple. Great idea. I have no recollection, but I clearly got a bit carried away in the photo booth and had jumped up and flashed my butt at the <laughs> camera. On her own. Unfortunately, the company sends the couple a digital copy of all the photos after the wedding. My friend sent the pics around to all the guests to pick out the ones you want. I see the pic of my bum and you can clearly see my bum hole. I was wearing underwear, but it was a tiny G-string that's clearly not made up for big bums. Ah, so now the photo booth company and all the guests have a picture of my distorted jumping up big bum and my bum hole forever. Oh my God. Oh my God, God. that's so funny. Imagine taking a photo and flashing your bum and then looking at the photos. It's just genius that she flashed her bum anyway. Like, that's the roguest thing ever. Like, also quite a skill to have got the timing right for a photo booth. You know, one, two, three, jump. Oh my god, it's just so good. Do you have another one, Sophie? I've got one from Georgie Turnbull. Okay. Hey guys, love the pod so much. I've been re-listening to old episodes when I go for walks. Episode 6, the wedding dress episode, reminded me about Sophie's dress for Seville. Quick question for an upcoming episode. Sophie, are you still planning on wearing that original wedding dress? Or have you bought a new one? That's a great question. That is a great question. Should I reveal the answer? Yes, reveal the answer. I am getting my made by the fabulous Emma Beaumont. I haven't, I'm yet to see it. We're trying to book in next week. She's got a couple samples for me and we're going to make it from scratch. Well, Emma is. And she's amazing for anyone who wants wedding dresses. Is this the one you're actually going to go for? Well, she, yes, Emma's making it. 100% you're going for this one. Well, I don't know. I've not seen it. But of course, that's what I will go for. And we and Emma can adapt it to what I like. Like, we're going to see and brainstorm and create a vision. Love that. Um, thank you for listeners' messages. <laughs> 
Hey, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this at the moment, but uh, the heat wave is strong. It's really strong. We, we, Sophie and I are not sharing a room at the moment because it's so hot in our <laughs> flat. I love it. I know. And she said this to me. She said, I sleep so much better without you. Jamie, you, I've said it time and time again. You are so hot. I can almost feel your, the heat radiating from your body from over here. You steal everything on the bed. I don't even sleep with anything on me. There's not even a mere sheet on me at the moment. Yes, I'm, there is. No, there isn't. There is, there is a, <laughs> there is a sheet on you. Why? Because you crept back into my bed last night. It's now my bed. It's my bed. We're a couple. We're creeping also, in. Also, by the way, guys, when he moved down to the, the other bedroom, he took two fans with him. So I woke up. I was like, Fuzzy, where's the fan god? Secondly, where's Jamie? He'd taken them. One was so close to his face. It was practically... So you've taken the Dyson fan that is so big and it's like a freaking hurricane on you. Yeah, and, and gorgeous. You, and I you, have it on all the time. And you don't even point it at me in the bed. No, because you, you have two others on you. I love it. It's so nice. You also went to the hottest room in the house. It was so strange you did that. Yeah, I did that because also we've been watching Love Island and Sophie is crying at every single scene at the moment. Uh, and is everyone else not? Because Jax, is he out yet? Because I DM'd him and he's not read it. <laughs> I DM'd him saying, well done, you smashed it with 10,000 love hearts. Like, Sophie, you can't do I? that to a random boy. I did love heart, love heart, love heart. And then I thought, oh, maybe he thinks I'm in love with him. So I went, well done, you smashed it. And why, then I, why would you message him? Why would you because he cry. It doesn't matter. Do you fancy him? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no. You DM'd him too, didn't you? Yeah, but I do. Like, as a mate. Sure. As a mate, I as can DM mate. As your mate. As a mate, no, I can DM I love Jack, so I get him on the, Like, I would like to meet him. He's so sweet. Poor guy. Jesus. So I, I'm crying now just thinking about it. We, I know we haven't gone into much of the wedding this episode. We're going to go into a lot of the wedding things that are happening next episode, including drinks and vows and all sorts of things. But I thought now would be a good time to intro our guests. What do you think? I think so. Let's let's get them on. We're going to get them on. Um, we recorded the episode. It was so funny. Um, in the episode, it is honestly genius. We talk about how much Michael Whitehall hates weddings. Hates weddings, but loves funerals, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, we the funniest we... is how they met. The best story is <laughs> how Michael asked Hilary out on a date. <laughs> yeah, that is genius. And we find out the secret to a happy yes. marriage. So if you're ready for this? So ready. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast. Please welcome the Whitehalls. Michael Hillary, welcome to Nillyweds podcast. Thank you very much for having us, Jamie. Thank so you me. so much for joining us. Just b- before we start, um, I realised I made a mistake because we're recording this in our studio mm-hmm. and it took you how long, Michael, to get from door to door? Hour and ten. Hour and ten. You probably don't know this, but we do a podcast. And we we do, <gasps> we do. We do the whole the Whittering Whitehalls. I've listened to it. I've listened. With these really nice people, they come with camera people uh-huh. and very polite and very quiet, and, mm-hmm. and they wait for us to get ready. And then when we say we're ready, we sit in our own sofa in our own house mm. and we do our podcast the wittering whitehalls we do not sit in a traffic <laughs> jam for one hour and 10 minutes or two hours and 20 <laughs> round trip in the back of a car oh, can to I just get say, here i'm so yeah. sorry jamie that's your fault i'm blaming you that is totally my fault i didn't as i was thinking about it, i thought we should be doing it yours but we're doing it here um listen so we're obviously 
engaged, we're getting married. How long have you guys been married for? Do you know, Michael? Yeah, I want to... Do you know how many years we've been married? Let's see if you can get this let's, question let's right. You this say. is reverse Mr. and Mrs. Yes, now. Exactly. <laughs> we're doing an early doors okay, version. And Michael, double points if you get the date right. Well, he knows the date of our wedding for one very good reason, which was... Did I? <laughs> the date of our... What day did we get married? Oh, on April the 12th. Why does he know it's April the 12th, Jamie? Why? Sophie? Why? Because... It's my birthday. <laughs> we got married it on is. his birthday. It's my oh. birthday. We got married on my birthday so that I would always remember mm. my wedding, wedding anniversary. anniversary. Very clever. Mm-hmm. And I never do because it's Daddy's birthday. Daddy's birthday. Oh, your birthday. It's Michael's birthday. Lovely birthday. Birthday. And then Molly, every year, my daughter. Your friend. Mm-hmm. Your friend. Mm-hmm. When Molly comes to the house or before my birthday, she rings and says, Daddy? <laughs> and I say, yes. And she says, you remember that, that it's also the wedding anniversary, don't you? And I say, oh, shit. Completely so, so forgot. Funny. Don't worry, I've got Hopeless. some stuff you can give Mummy. I'll bring it over. And I've got cards and all that sort of stuff. Oh, this Molly. happens every year. This happens yeah, every year. Yeah, it didn't yeah, work. Every year. He never <laughs> remembers our wedding anniversary. We're not getting married on your wedding, no. on your birthday. No. Wait, wait, so, so Michael, so how long do you think, how many years do you think you've been married Yeah, do you for? know how many years, Michael? If you had to take a wild guess. Well, Jack's 30... For today, 34 today. 34 today. Today. Yes. Also, sorry, just can we get this out early doors? Yeah, we can. Today, the best birthday present that any of Jack's fans could give him mm-hmm. would be to buy the paperback, <laughs> which is also out today. Yes, How to survive today. family holidays. How to survive with Hillary and Michael White. Yeah, we, yeah oh, sorry. lovely orange. We had some big input to that. Jack's billing is a bit overcooked, I think, personally. So... Jack is 34, so yes. how many years have we been married? Um, Let's see if you can do the maths. Here we go. Well, we got married because you were up the duff, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Did we? No, we didn't. No, no, no that was Let's my previous just scotch wife. that rumour. <laughs> Sorry. No, that Did was my previous. Did you have children with your previous wife? No. No, exactly. So that's also, let's nail that rumour. Um, <laughs> so let's get back. You said to me when we talked about children, yep. you said, looking at you, you said, mm-hmm. I think we ought to get on and have children, yep. which I thought was really charming. <laughs> I mean, I didn't look that old. I mean, there was quite a big age difference between us. Just a tiny tad. Just a tiny tad. How many years age difference? Let's see if you can get this How many, What's the age difference between you two? Um, is it 20-something? 20 something is quite a big range. 25? Right? No. No. 21. 21. 21 years. It's just guessing. It's, yeah. it's simply just 20 guessing. Fu- it one year age difference. So when I first met your parents, that I. That didn't go well. How old was I? I mean, I'm literally here just as your prompter. Yeah. When I 44. Met, I was 44. And, and you I was were 20. Tw- Twenty-three, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you met the parents. Then. I met the parents. Did, did not go well. No. Did no. Go well. Okay, I'm going well. to give you the checklist. Well, yeah, Hilly, what yeah, happened? Well, he was 44. He was an agent. He'd been married, so he was divorced, <laughs> and he drove a Jaguar XJS. As far as my mother was concerned, there was nothing going for this. And I had a girlfriend that you, <laughs> I'd actually split up with, but you heard know that. about her. Yeah. So you thought she was <laughs> still in, in tow. Yeah. And. I went to see. I won't. I won't tell you the whole story about going to see the parents. Anyway, I'll just tell you 
about afterwards when you rang your parents. I did. And you said, I'm just going to ring mummy and daddy and just make sure they're happy and just to thank them for the lovely lunch and all that. So she picks the phone up and, oh, hello, mummy, it's Hilary here. How are you? Oh, yes, oh, no, lovely. And the lamb was delicious. Oh, yes. No, no, and I'm so, and it was so nice to see you both, yes. And so uh, what did you think of Michael? <laughs> I had to put the phone away from my ear at that point. No ways. Yeah. Well, what did they say? She said, well, I'm re- reserving judgment. I said, well, reserve away. And then Michael had bought her a two-pound box of Godiva's, which was a whole other story. But her final parting shot, my mother, was... And also, incidentally, I cannot be bought. I said, what do you mean you can't be bought? She said, that box of chocolates was obscenely big. Oh, my God. <laughs> said, it was very kind of him to buy you a big box of chocolates. I went to Godiva chocolates. Cost a fortune, this huge, great box <laughs> I of chocolates. I originally thought, give her a small one, because I wasn't... I'm, well, you didn't, I, you I, were, I was you were fond being of your mother, yes. but I didn't know her very well. Anyway, I thought, no, come on, Michael, push out the boat, two-pounder. <laughs> fortune it cost me yeah and then all i get is i can't be, be bought. bought yeah but, but <laughs> the, the, i think the thing is is though with hillary with you okay so you you're 21 years old at the time That's 23 23 yeah and you meet michael yeah i want to know how you guys met so we met at a party wasn't a great beginning because it uh, we'd both been invited to the party fairly last minute Him, Very last you minute. at lunchtime <laughs> and me in the sort of six o'clock because they were short of women <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody I was working with. It was an actress that I was working with who he was the agent for. And down I hoved to this party. And I met this American man who was quite short. We had a sort of 10-minute chat. He asked me all the obvious questions like, what's your name? How old are you? Where do you live? What do you do? Etc. Etc. And then we sort of decided we needed to mingle a bit. So I then went, we then went over and met this character who was wearing a white suit. So I assumed he was gay because in those days, white suit equated someone who was gay. So I thought, well, this is quite a nice, funny, amusing gay man who then asked me all the same questions that the American had asked me 10 minutes previously. So he'd say, what's your name? And this man said, oh, I'm Stephen. This is Hillary. Oh, great. Where do you live, Hillary? Oh, Hillary lives in Kilburn. <laughs> How old are you? Oh, Hillary is 23. What do you, what do, you do? Hillary is an actress. I kept thinking, I do have yeah, a voice. Why are you answering for me? So he assumed that Steve was my husband. <laughs> so it wasn't a great start, was it? No. But and I rang you, didn't I? No. Well, I, got I my rang secretary you. I me. rang you because I needed an agent. Oh, yes, yeah, you did. I took his number. Did and I, the following day I rang. We had a meeting. Mm-hmm. I was just about to do a play in Northampton in rep and I said would you come and see me in my play in Northampton he said sorry I don't do the north I said what do you mean you don't do the north it's the Midlands well, I didn't I didn't I mean I got a lot of letters from actors and actresses and if they were working up north I would always sound sorry <laughs> afraid I haven't got time you missed a I didn't realise that Northampton wasn't up talent, north. but the other talent that you're just like no it's nah, not no, nah, nah, too don't far. do the north yeah so that didn't work well. Then I then went away on holiday, mm. having done this play. He didn't take me on, needless to say. He told me which agents to avoid who would chase me around the desk. There was quite a lot of that, which was quite handy because you go into the meeting knowing 
you're going to be chased around the desk so yeah. you can put your running shoes on yeah, so you can just <laughs> make sure you're prepped in those days in those days not now today. yeah <laughs> i then went away on holiday to someone i had met like the previous year he was also american but he was my age and we'd sort of corresponded because it was in the days way before mobile phones mm. yeah. we corresponded and i thought well maybe i should just go over there and see if anything's going to happen I stepped off the plane, and when I'd met him over here, because I'd been working with his father, who was a playwright, when I'd met him over here, he was very very quiet, a bit reserved, quite intellectual. I thought, this is quite an interesting, you know, East Coast American man that I could perhaps, you know, who knows? I got off the plane, and he went, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, I've made the most terrible mistake. <laughs> and I then had two weeks to kill with this oh boy, who was lovely, but... Two weeks of thinking, what have I done? This is never going to work. It's uh, never going to work. When I got back from that trip, there was a message on the answering machine from him. But of course, it was two weeks later because we're into the days of answering machines. And also, just time was it was it just wasn't so instant. Everything no. took yeah. much longer. Yeah. So I call back and I get his secretary and I say, "Oh, could you just say to Mr. White while I'm returning his call?" Nothing. So I called back again sort of early afternoon and I said, did, did he want to speak to me? And she said, oh, well, I, I have told him that you called and I'm sure he will call you back. By the close of play that day, I thought, OK, there's obviously something going on here. So I called back again to the secretary and I said, could you just explain to Mr. Whitehall that the reason it took me so long to call him back was because I've been on holiday and I've only just picked up his message. She was back on the phone within five minutes asking me out for dinner. Because he was too scared to do no, it. No, I wasn't too scared. Yes, you were. I was not were. too scared. Oh, you were I too mean, scared. that is a total <laughs> utter lie. Just think of this. I'm a top agent, one of the top agents in London, right? I look after actors like Colin Firth, Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm -hmm. Judy Dench. Judy Dench. I have an amazing list of Huge megastars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And this girl who's doing <laughs> rep in Northampton flashes her eyebrows at me. Eyelashes. Eyelashes, sorry. <laughs> flashes her eye piece at me. I, I, I fake eye. eye. She takes her glass eye, rubs it, flakes it out, and then winks at me. And I think that will get you nowhere, dear. Anyway. I ring you yeah. to, to just be Ask nice. Ask me out for dinner. Well, I didn't get f that far. No, I just you rang you and left a message. And two weeks later, you haven't rang me back. So by then, you're completely off Yesterday's the, news. You know, <laughs> off not the list. even considering you. Yeah. Um, and I thought, obviously, it may have been because I wore that white suit <laughs> and I should have worn But I wasn't wearing it to meet you. I didn't know you were... Well, I didn't know who you were. Anyway, <laughs> I did finally ring you back. Yep. But it wasn't because I was no, desperate. No, you, you got your secretary to ring me back and say, would I like to have dinner with one of your clients and his wife? Because you were, again, a bit too scared to see me on your own. Anyway, that, we got that, over all of that. We got over all of that. I'm not going for this scared. I, I'm not going for this scared. I just thought it was very inappropriate. Okay, so you had to have a chaperone. For me to taking, <laughs> taking you out for dinner. Okay, so yeah. chaperones yeah, were involved. Yeah, so you took a chaperone. So That's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, remember these can I were just say, other days. These were other days, but can I just say we have not answered the thorny question of how many years we've been married. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I was hoping we wouldn't go yeah, back Yeah, you see, we've gone off topic. <laughs> this is all I do in the Wittering Whitehalls. I'm merely there 
to bring him back to on prompt topic. him back on. Wait, how many years is it then? You know. Yeah, it, I do know. It's 36 years. 36 wow. years. 36 years of unalloyed joy. What is the, the way to a successful marriage, do you both yes. think? Hilly, what do you think it is? I think it's, uh, there's the big C word in marriage, which is compromise. Mm-hmm. Compromise. Oh, I would use another C word. <laughs> I, I'm sure you would, but let's not no, do it on this I podcast. Mean, you're, I'm sure you're allowed to use the C what word. What C word are you thinking of? Well, obviously, I'm thinking comedy. I'm thinking (laughs) sense of humour. Yeah, he is right. That's what we share. We have always shared sense of humour. Rather like your good selves, on our podcast, there are episodes where I can't breathe because I'm laughing (laughs) so so much. I'm literally laughing at what he said, even now, 36 years on. So comedy is key. Mm. Laughing together, sense of humour. Compromise. Pick your battles, Sophie. Yeah. Otherwise, you could be battling all day, every day. But do you guys? I know do. this boy. Do, do yes, you guys argue? Do. But do you argue oh, still? Do we argue oh, still? Yeah. Oh yes. But <laughs> really? that's my yes. other piece of advice: never go to bed on an argument. Really? Why? Because because you think you need to solve it the night before. I think you need to just get on with it and move on and just part. You know, you it get festers. it sorted. Yeah. I, I mean, God. I had a girlfriend. <laughs> well, one of my many girlfriends, but I did have a girlfriend. <laughs> who was a very tough cookie. I, I won't go into details she, about She was terrified. I had dealings with her. She was terrifying. Yeah. We'd have an argument, yeah. like Hillary and I have an argument, but it would go on. It would move into moody time. Sulking. So oh. it would go on overnight, and still in the morning it Dragged would still it. be yeah. lurking around this argument that we'd had about nothing a day before mm. with sulking. us sulking. i can't it's, bear sulking it's, it's fireworks and it's then it's fireworks over. and then he's a great shouter it's completely loves finished. a rant and a shout and then it's over and then it's just done yeah and it's gone yeah that's a bit like you yeah, sophie that's, i'm i can you have a rant and a shout absolutely get it out you're a bit of a sulker I, I am He's not a, a sulker. Su- Are you Lingers, kidding me? Yeah, I'm not. A, I get angry and then I'm over it. And then three days later, you're you like, bring it up still, again. Yeah. Oh my god! No, <laughs> I barren. do not. Oh, right. Yeah. God, no, so I do suddenly not. out of the blue, <laughs> three ele- exactly days later. Yeah, it's like Sophie. You know when you said, "Yeah, exactly." He's like, "Oh my god, have we not dealt with this?" Yeah. You don't really think I'm a bitch, do you? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I do want to know this, because, Mike, I had a thing that you actually hate weddings. <gasps> oh. Oh, my God. I mean, I promise you. He will do anything to I avoid a wedding. I hate weddings more, I think, than anything else. <laughs> I mean, Explain or, why. Anything why? I can think of. A wedding is something I dread. This is very relevant to you guys. This because they become longer and longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The now, when audience. we got married, beautiful little church arrived at the church. The guests arrived. We all went into the little church. Mm-hmm. Wedding at three. Photographs at four. Back mm-hmm. to back her Back to my parents, parents, to the marquee, because they'd got who used was to the still, fact that we were getting married. Yeah. <laughs> um, Champagne. Sorry, just going back on one of your previous episodes. Yes, Jamie, you're having champagne at your wedding, okay? (laughs) Get over it. Thank you, Hillary. Champagne. Ice cold champagne in a flute. Absolutely. Okay, just saying, Jamie. There you go. No option. Um, Champagne and canapes, Mm -hmm. speeches, cutting the cake, little bit of chat. We went off on honeymoon, mini moon, actually, because we went to Bath because I had a job. Everybody was gone by seven. So, so it's three to four hours. Yeah, now it's three to four days. Three to four hours. I said hello to help your mother, who was yep. still smarting, bearing it. Um, <laughs> was it everything that you had teed up to be? Because we get keep getting told that actually your wedding day is quite an anxious period because you're worried about things going right and all these worried different things. Worried about yeah. all your gas yeah. as well. I yeah. think. I think it's very been been very interesting for me listening to your podcast because obviously I'm talking about thirty six years ago. There are some substantial differences, not least the time frame of weddings now, which yeah. are rather than three to four hours, they're three to four days. I know you've been, do we do the day after? I know, we've pressured into these days after and yeah. days before. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, you nightmare. guys are invited. So you have to, <laughs> well, we need and to Michael, come. Michael's, Michael's in, thrilled about Michael, it. Michael, just to let you know, you're invited. It's in Sota Grande, which is in Spain. So you have to fly oh. to Spain. I mean, that seems <laughs> I mean, worse. Look at the worse. face. But we could stay in the Marbella Club, couldn't we? Yes, you could. Which was our first ever holiday. Yes, it was. When, we, when I was pregnant with Jack, and then we went back the following year with baby Jack. We love the Marbella Club. We were going to get married there. I know, but what happened? It's freakishly expensive. Too spenny. It's the most expensive place I've ever seen in my life. When I heard that a shake had flown in, I thought, okay, how much is this venue? It was very the place to go in the 60s. Yeah. But it was not expensive in the 60s. No, well, sorry, I was not with you in the 60s. Just <laughs> no, I'm just talking about... I know, but, but when we w- went in the 80s, it was, yeah. it was quite, quite expensive, expensive, but not like now. No, no, yeah. But what, what about what about stag do's and hen do's? No, nothing. nothing. Michael, you nothing. must have had a stag no, do. No, no, nothing. None of that. Nothing. We actually had one of his clients Jack at the time. would, of course, say the reason Daddy didn't have a stag do is because he didn't have any friends, but... <laughs> One you know, of his that clients. Would be a classic Jack. Yeah. Say that now. I definitely do. Um, what did you have back one of then? One of his clients at the time was Martin Jarvis, who's an actor. Who, Just William is probably yeah. what you remember him from. They gave a dinner. Mm-hmm. Actually, it wasn't the night before the wedding because we had a slightly complicated situation because Michael was divorced, so we couldn't get married in church. So we had to get married in a registry <laughs> office first. So we did that Chief. at the beginning of the week. And Chief we had a dinner. Chief Registrar Lehane. Yeah. That was his name. Chief Registrar Lehane, Hammersmith. Ha- the Hammersmith Registry Office is in a car park on the M4. 
It's well, really it's glamorous. Gone. Oh, sorry, it's it's now gone, but it's gone. <laughs> it's very romantic. Sorry, the Registry of is a song. It's on the M. It's on the M4. You know yeah. that bit where you just go up onto the flyover at Hammersmith? Yeah, it's right know. there. You're lying. And it's yeah. in a car park. Yeah. You're lying. Not in a car I promise park. you, that's where it was. If you we looked lived out of the Green. window above the, the the table where the man, <laughs> Chief Registrar, <laughs> you could see the cars, <laughs> and it was sort of um, yeah. whatever it's Frosted. called. Yeah. But you could see the cars and lorries. Yeah. What happened to the best man? Was the speech good? The speech was good, but the preamble to the best man. I mean, was Nigel Havers. I don't know if you know who he is. He was a big star when I looked after Not him. Not dissimilar to your good self. He short, blonde, <laughs> short. <laughs> he did lots Talented, of funny, charming, charming witty. Big big well, the big thing I remember the Nigel chariots for was chariots of fire. He he hurdled over the. The hurdles with the champagne ah. glasses on. He was a very successful young actor. But was he good as a best man? No. Well, he was good in so much as he did tell a funny... He did a very he good did speech. A very good speech. Very good speech. But the rest of it was hopeless. So I he, mean, he, he arrived late. his way. Yeah. Had yeah. a row with his wife in the car. Brought... The, I mean, we did that the nightmare, Sophie, of the children at weddings. There was no children, and they brought their child. Oh, no. This is what we're discussing. It's, we don't know how, whether they have kids not, or not they, that's, the But that, they shouldn't have done that if you said that. Well, I think children. it's the usual thing of, oh, I'm really sorry the babysitter has us down at the last minute, or my right. mother's gone away, or whatever. So there was a child in tow. Also, the best the man child. is supposed to be, technically speaking, the best man is there to keep, the groom relaxed mm. and not too tense and just calm happy, and running. Calm, yeah. Calm, yeah. calm down and it's all going to be fine. And that's their main duty. Going up the aisle is, is a doddle because <laughs> you've delivered him now. He's going up the aisle. <laughs> Nigel Does arrived. Does the man go up the aisle? We were already... Well, Halfway up the aisle when Nigel got out of his car because he got lost. I should explain, Michael, that ours was a blessing. So actually, we walked up the aisle together. Oh yes, that's right. It was very modding, of course. Well, because we were already married, so we weren't. Yeah, we weren't allowed by the vicar. So Nigel, literally, we were halfway up the aisle, and Nigel ran past us with his wife (gasps) and child in tow. Them having had a row because they'd gone to the wrong church. Oh dear, that is very bad. What's the one piece of advice you'd give to us about getting married, about living our lives together that you have to sort of live by? Just don't take it all too seriously. Yeah, great. But, you know, we're back to comedy, aren't we? Yeah, that's what just, it is. Yeah. And just, and, and I think that's what we have. And try and enjoy have. it. Just and enjoy. actually even enjoy the process of planning of it. Way, I mean, yeah. you, you do laugh a lot. I know that. Yeah. But yeah, but, yeah, it's so true. You forget planning it. You need to yeah. just enjoy it. Yeah. And Michael, what would you say your advice is? <laughs> Don't refer to your wife, if you've been married before, as your current wife. Which <laughs> I do all the all time. All the time. I say, <laughs> this is know. my current still wife. Know. He does. And she said, Don't. No, no. Me. I say, you can't afford it, so don't even go there. <laughs> he always says, this is the current Mrs. Whitehall. <laughs> you always that say that. So yes. <laughs> well, you never Mrs. know Whitehall. what's around the corner, Ben. One more question I have is, Michael, when you asked Hillary's father, I assume, for her hand in marriage, mm-hmm. how did you do it? Can you even remember? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the... 
Um, the, the problem is we were roughly the same age. <laughs> you were not the same age as my I was father. Ch- I was trying to casually chat to him. And we suddenly got to talking, <laughs> to about, on his talking about the Blitz in 1940. And he when was looking you were at me. One. Think, no, well, you weren't I, even no, one. You were no, born. I was born in 1940. Born in the Blitz. <laughs> so so I was talking day. about bombs dropping. And he was looking at me thinking, how old is this man? <laughs> Then he's talking about the blitz and the bombs falling on London because that's what I did, he was thinking. Yeah. Um, I think I just... I, don't, I think he may even have asked my father after he'd asked me. I think he did it the, the wrong way around. The wrong way around. Yeah. You, you think? Yeah, I think you did, probably. <laughs> you think? The, the interesting one, though, the interesting can I have your daughter's hand in marriage was poor old Toby who had oh, to come yes. and ask him. OMG. So, so how did that go down You were mean because you made a joke of the whole thing and he got in such a state, Toby. Describe this moment. So what happened? I'll tell you exactly what happened. This may not, this may be um, whatever it's called, socially incorrect. <laughs> no, you just... I'm not going to get... Um, no, so it's, it's, it's a joke. Toby kept saying that he was going to be around in our area. So he was in, coming to a meeting in Putney and we I kept thinking it's quite weird. He's never had a meeting in Putney before, but anyway. uh, Are you going into the rowing business, is that? And he came in at 11 o'clock. We went into the kitchen, had a little chat. And then I I said, how are you, Toby? And he said, yes, yes, I'm fine. He said, that's just something I want to to, ask you. I want to ask you something. So, So I said, fine. Were you there? Yes, I was. I don't remember you being there. I was there, Michael. Oh, right. You were sitting in that corner, I remember. Yeah, because I sit in the corner quietly yeah. most of the time. And also <laughs> facing the wall. Is that what you do, Sophie? You just Hillary sit in the was in the corner facing the wall. I just sit there, the, the good wall. little wife that I yeah. am. So yeah. I just you see sitting in the corner facing the wall. And Toby said... Michael, I think we were still standing up. You so, were standing up. I was sitting facing said, the wall. I said, sit down. And he said, no, no, I'm fine. I'm standing. And I said, no. He said, um, well, there's something, something I, I need to I, say. I need said. to say to you. Yes. That was and he, he was looking say, quite serious. So something I need to say to you. Something I need to say to you. And, and you the did the usual joke. And I old did the usual joke. joke. I put my arms around him and said, Toby... Don't worry, a lot of people are gay, <laughs> and I love gay people. I've been in that business all my life, the don't acting worry. world, and you don't need to worry. <laughs> and he then burst into tears. <laughs> because, he'd because he knew I was the joking, <laughs> but it just sort of relaxed him because yeah. he was so tense. <laughs> and I then put my arms around him and said... We are so No, he then said, no, 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 it's that I want to marry Molly. Please, can I marry Molly? And you said, oh, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of crying. And then we all had a nice big cry. He had the ring with him. He showed us the ring. But I just managed to soften it a bit with that that remark. But that may not be politically correct. Yeah. No, that is correct. And Hilary, how did you feel at that moment? I felt absolutely thrilled because I thought, at bloody last, he's got round to it. I know. And that's what happens. Did you have all that? The waiting, the waiting, everyone asking. A lot of asking, no. yes. Can I also say that you, you asked your mother a question, mm. is she going to cry? Weirdly, neither of us cried at Molly and Toby's wedding because we were so happy and yeah. so thrilled that actually 
I just was so elated. I didn't you need didn't to cry. I didn't have that. I just was had a huge smile on my face all day. When was the last time, Michael, you cried, do you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think when you took all the money out of the bank for that um, mortgage. <laughs> when I saw our bank statement, yeah. I cried. I knew it would be money I related. I it's knew too it late. Would be I knew She's it would be money it. related. I couldn't understand how we could afford that house. To be honest. And I then knew because you'd just taken the money yeah. out of the bank account. I think the last time you cried was when I told you how much Molly and Toby's wedding cost. There we go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. Guys, before you go and listen, everyone go and listen to The Wittering Whitehalls you can get it all on any podcast platform it's very funny Michael you have to promise me mm-hmm. that you will come to our wedding in Spain on this next podcast year. with how many millions of listeners do you have we have a million witnesses be careful what you say here because there will be a million people <laughs> willing you to sotto grande yeah Michael, are you coming? Because Peggy's a flower girl. Toby's you the best man. You have to see Peggy as a flower girl. Yeah, Hillary, you're coming. I'm coming. Michael, Hillary's are there. you coming to our wedding? Are you picking up flights? <laughs> no, you're paying for your own flights <laughs> and your own accommodation. You're paying for it all. You're paying for everything. Um, all right. <laughs> yes! yes, that's a big moment. Yeah. That is a huge moment. Right, so <laughs> he's coming no. to the wedding. Everyone's listening to the Whittering Whitehalls. Everyone's listening to Nearlyweds. Yeah. And everyone's buying Jack <laughs> Whitehall. Family Holidays oh. by Jack Whitehall. Henry, Michael, birthday. thank you so much thank for coming on the podcast. So we Great really pleasure. appreciate it. Thank you so and much. And do you know what? Can I just, as a very final parting mm-hmm. shot, we have not mentioned poo once. I know. Thank the Lord. Why would they have pooed in that <laughs> Have you ever taken a poo in a kettle? <laughs> Presumably from the, the top end rather than the other end, end. Unless it was a very long, slimy one. Do you enjoy that, Sam? I love them so much. We were all so hot. So hot, I felt so bad because also Michael's dressed like to the nines in a full suit and you've not even got the aircon on for them. Also, the worst bit about it is we could have gone to their house and not made them track an hour to this podcast studio. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Hey, um, we should probably do um, our reverse Mr. and Mrs. Are you oh, ready for it? Yeah. Let's play reverse Mr. and Mrs. What's that? That's the new jingle. The question is, who is your hero? Okay, so we know okay. how the game works. You don't know. I know. Okay, who's my hero? Your brother. <laughs> Boom. No, it's not. Well, my... you've said that before no, you... on an interview. No, my bro... Lying to the press. <laughs> my, my hero is not your my... Your childhood bro... hero is your brother. No, he wasn't. And your adult hero is your brother. No, it's not. That's not... No, that's a complete lie. Fine. Try Paul, and guess. Paul Rudd. No, he's not my hero. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Just naming... No, no. Who did Michael Jordan play for? Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, who else? Go on, name another one. Go on. Spencer Matthews. <laughs> you think my hero... Look how much that tickled you. That made you laugh a lot, didn't it? That made you laugh a lot. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Fuck it, do you know who your hero is? Who? Yours are probably one of the Desperate Housewives. Oh my God, get over this. You it will be. Told everyone about the Desperate Housewives. I've got loads of people messaging me saying that they're re-watching it because of you. You've rekindled. Yeah, that's, who, that's, that's who you think... That's obviously not my... My hero. Who's your hero? That's not part of the game. You've got to okay. get three guesses. Okay, okay. I'm probably your hero. No. Okay, your dad. No. Who's your hero? Go. Florence Nightingale. 
What does she do? She's a nurse. <laughs> do we? Do you not know? And what does she do? She was a nurse, and she carried a candle around. <laughs> That's who your hero is. Yeah, who's yours? Johnny Wilkinson. Oh, for God's sake! Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous behavior. Okay. This game is dumb, but I love it. That's the end of Reverse Mr. and Mrs. Ladies and gentlemen, um, what we also do on the podcast is we have our wedding favours and we have a wonderful wedding favour. This is where we shout and scream and really talk about all of those little tips, uh, tricks, businesses that would be amazing for different weddings. And we have today one from a lovely person called Lucy who says, uh, Hi, Jamie and Sophie. And my name is Lucy and I've recently been making tables out of wedding bouquets. Wow. Which got a lot of love on TikTok. We're going to leave the link below. They're a truly unique way of keeping precious flowers and memories of the day alive for years. I love that you could make like a bedside table out of Yeah, it. out of the flowers. My partner, Gary, and I absolutely love the podcast. I'd be completely made up if the tables were featured or mentioned anyway. And I'd, of course, love to do a table for you if you're interested. <gasps> I only started doing this as something for a friend's wedding last summer and it's still a hobby on top of my full-time work. I think that is such a nice idea. It's amazing. So go and check it out. What they do, you get your wedding bouquet and then they put it in sort of a resin and you can make tables or benches or bedside tables. Or you can make like a little chair. Yeah, anything. put it in your child's room. How sweet. I love that. I love that idea. There's a lot of like sustainability going on with the flowers. I love it. If you want to check her out on TikTok, go to Lucy Did This. It is amazing. They are so cool. She's based in Yorkshire. They're all bespoke. I absolutely love that. Lucy, thank you so much for your wedding favour. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in once again. Please remember, if you want to get in touch with us, you can really simply, all you have to go to our Instagram at Podcast, or you can send us an email, contact at nillywedspodcast.com. We want to hear all of your stories, anything at all. Please let us know. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com